Your positive, positive, positive imprint. 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 Stories are everywhere. People and their positive action inspire positive achievements. Your PI could mean the world to you. Get ready for your positive imprint. Hello, I'm Catherine, your host of the podcast, Your Positive Imprint, the variety show featuring people all over the world whose positive achievements inspire positive thought and action. Exceptional people rise to the challenge. Music, of course, by the very talented Chris Null. Check out his music and learn more about him at chrisnoll.com, C-H-R-I-S-N-O-L-E. He composes fabulous music in a variety of genre, and I, of course, I am just so thankful for his talent and his music for my show. Well, follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Your Positive Imprint. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Visit my YouTube channel, Your Positive Imprint. Check out my website, yourpositiveimprint.com, where you can follow this podcast and join the email list to receive podcast updates. But you can also go shopping from my website. Every purchase does help me continue to finance my show. Plus, I think the items are pretty rad, and I did design them myself. So, if you have an idea for a design, certainly let me know and I can work on that for you. And my website again, yourpositiveimprint.com. This podcast is available on your favorite podcast platform. So don't forget to hit that follow, subscribe, or download button now. This is a free podcast. Your Positive Imprint. What's your P.I.? Today is my second Inspiration Monday, and my guests are Victoria Sanchez, always rising to the challenge as my mom, an educator, scientist, mentor, outdoor trail volunteer, and well, she's my mom, and she is exceptional. You can find her at episodes 23, 77, and 124. Also, musician and humanitarian Tony Escoto recounts his mom's escape from El Salvador, episode 106. Human rights activist Shelley White is professor at Simmons University in Boston and director of the Master of Health and Health Equity, episode 34. Hans Jorgen Weiberg of Denmark created the app Be My Eyes, which assists visually impaired citizens of our world upcoming episode. <laughs> Larry Grummer Strawn promotes health and wellness by serving the vulnerable worldwide. Larry is with the World Health Organization, episode 59. Cody Enser is a paralyzed advocate for women with disabilities across the continents. She also provides scuba diving programs and training for paralyzed citizens, episodes 94 and 95. Javier Robles, professor of Rutgers University, lobbies for better laws and health coverage for people with disabilities, episode 112. Humanitarian and world-renowned singing Irish priest, Father Ray Kelly spreads hope as he advocates for human rights and justice, episodes 19, 110, and of course the 2020 Christmas end of the year message of hope. And now, human rights. What is if we saved our souls together we made the world a better place to live we never ever really realize the the power of the things we do to affect people's lives 
we live our lives, we do good. Never give up, always be a fighter and a dreamer. Que siga la parranda, señores. We saw that our need for doing something right and making sure people were protected was greater than our individual needs as people with disabilities, as advocates. Just because people know it's the right thing doesn't mean that it will automatically happen. Advocacy definitely is education. A young boy named Iqbal Masih, who had been a former child laborer and had been speaking out about conditions of child labor, when he returned home to Pakistan, he, he was murdered. It really took 2020 to open our eyes to what was really happening. He never forgot his pueblo. He never forgot his people. And he never forgot where he came from. And I think that that's probably one of the biggest driving forces for why he was such an advocate for human rights and for being a fighter, a defender for his people, giving them a voice when they themselves didn't have a voice. I was lucky that I think there were seven other people who joined my little group there. I think we have 4.8 million volunteers all over the world in 185 different languages. I've never had a good OBGYN experience. And the reason for that is, one is the physical accessibility issues. So some of the clinics, the doors are really heavy to open. The administrative desk in the front, you know, I mean, it's not low enough. Apartheid was supposedly breaking up, but it hadn't really broke up. There was actually a separate queue for white people and a separate queue for black people. And now we're talking about 30 years later, and it's still not all right. It's still, people are still struggling. One of the things that I'm working on is maternity leave, so that women, after they uh, have their babies, are able to have some time to bond with their babies, to take care of their babies. It's good for child development, it's good for their own health, it helps them to breastfeed, that we know is good for the health of their children. Disabilities cuts across race, ethnicity, religion, you name it. Anybody can be disabled at any time. There are so many incredible folks in the desert who are trying to navigate with migrants and really think about what it means to act in a humanitarian lens. To thine own self be true. Be the very best that you can be. You don't follow the crowd. You do the right thing. There are 27 million women in the U.S. with disabilities. And because of the physical and attitudinal barriers that we face, we are less likely to go seek preventative care. If my obligation in public health is to prevent death and disease and hope for better population outcomes, then I have to always hold that history against those objectives. And I think that's the Human Rights Project, right? That's our global obligation as fellow humans. People with disabilities were having their legal rights discriminated against. When politicians, lawmakers, health professionals, and other individuals make decisions which affect us, in our community, and we're not at the table then, how do you know that you made those decisions the right way when no one was asked? Bring more positive actions and to inspire more positive achievements into our world. Be someone's eyes. I face reality every day. I know that statistically I've outlived my statistical life insurance measure. And my goal is for young people with disabilities, young people of color, young people from wherever to take a lot of these issues on, they're not going away. We humans around the world have to do so much for our tomorrows. World Health Organization is trying to improve the health of the world. I sold my house, I sold my car, I packed up my job and I left. I was assigned to South Africa, living in a very rural area, very poor electricity, um, 
batteries often had to go on for, for to have the lights, you know, chargers or whatever we had available to us to keep things going. The main problem is the exam table in the rooms are way too high and narrow. We are all busy and it's difficult for a lot of people to sign up to volunteer. So many volunteers. Actually, it's not amazing because positive imprints are all over the place and we meet them every single day. No matter who you are, no matter where you come from, no matter if you're marginalized or disenfranchised in some way like my family was, I think that there is a way out. Can I do something for you? We are responsible for making the world a better place by bringing the light to others who feel like they live in a very dim world. I really just wanted the world to realize that this is a big problem. We have the, the resources to fix it and to solve it. These kinds of programs around the world expose folks to issues of inequality and injustice and also to think about possibilities of social change. What we work on too is just trying to change the nature of the world we live in, water safety and uh, hygiene, so making sure that populations have access to latrines or flush toilets so that they're not passing diseases around. I have fortunately done um, quite a bit. None of that is possible without allies and family members and uh, a community. When it comes to the border, we're there to learn and think about what could be done to prevent the deaths, the injuries, even the social and economic circumstances that really drive migration. People who would give this shirt off our back just so that you have a better day. The cool thing about my dive team is that we adapt around the person with a disability. We work with equipment, whatever they need to make it happen. Oftentimes, our own positive imprints are because of the actions of other people. I'm shouting personal insurance information. Sometimes the bathrooms aren't accessible. We still need advocacy. Our philosophy was you were put on this earth for one thing to love God, to serve him, and to be happy with him in heaven. And in so doing, you would make the world a better place. We know that most families are making the right decision for them under the circumstances that they're faced with. What we want to do is we want to change the systems that are making it hard for her to make the healthiest choice. They think that because we live in our own worlds, sometimes we have this unawareness of how bad things could be or how bad things can get. The World Health Organization was the leader in mobilizing the world to eradicate polio. Coordination across lots of countries. People throughout history don't want to leave their communities, their homes, their livelihood, their families, unless they're doing it out of desperation. If I could feed my child, I wouldn't be coming, but I'm coming for survival's sake. From day one, we decided that Be My Eyes should be a free service. No matter what country you live in, blind people in that country are most likely in the low income end. Being able to critically think has helped each and every one of us be a better person and I think that that also helps us to understand the perspectives of other people around us. Salvadorians have kind of taken those positive imprints and used them to fuel the fight to continue forward and build something that we might have not previously thought possible. It's something that I will never be able to, to repay them for, honestly. So much of the world is a healthier place to live in 
There are still new challenges for us to face. It's not like we've solved it all. We know how to do it. We're applying the science. We're applying the policies. We're putting in place the programs. Keep moving forward. Don't, don't stop. And I know that's difficult. I know it's difficult when you're hungry or difficult when you're being oppressed or difficult when you can't get out of bed because your personal care assistant didn't show up this morning. In the end, I think it'll be worth it. I have to somehow honor the histories that I become witness to. But the experience left me with really big questions about what it means to be a part of a global society that allows access to some and not others, <laughs> that I think is reflective literally of this question of whose lives matter in the world. Who do we honor and who do we fight for as a global society? We only got one journey, you know, we have to do the best we can. I will pass this way but once. And if there is some good that I can do, then let me do it. People do rise to the challenge. They do. Your positive imprint. What's your PI?